the Medal of Honor recipient in the studio, Ryan Pitts. Thanks for having me. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Good morning. You got through that so quick, it was like, Duh. well, this is the first time we've ever had a Medal of Honor recipient and in the studio. probably the last, Ryan, so we're going to make this one, you know, go on a little bit longer. It's kind of exciting. Thanks it's not every me. day we can say this. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. He's in town for a really good cause, and uh, we'll go into details about that. But there is a, there's a relatively new organization in town. We, 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 had, um, we had them in when they were first opening, uh, but it's the Stephen A. Cohen. Uh, they're in conjunction with Centerstone, and it's a um, facility that helps Soldiers and I and I think veterans too. Is that correct? Uh, post 9-11 veterans and their families. Yeah, um, you know, to to get the therapies that they need and their families may need in order to, you know, get through some tough times, which we don't need to elaborate on because right. we we've yeah. lived it here. So, um, but you've come in because they're doing something very special and they're having an art exhibit, uh, and we're just so glad to have you. You seem like a really fun person. You seem We've like you've been you'd chatting be, off the air. Yeah, the music we have. Here. You seem like yeah. you'd be like a really fun person to deploy with, too. Oh, we, we had some good times. <laughs> you sound like you did. <laughs> but take us back. You, you find out you're gonna you're gonna receive the Medal of Honor. What was that like to? Let's go. Start start a little earlier. Let's start a little yeah. earlier with that. They don't just hand that out willy nilly. Like you know, who do we pick this? Year? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not having those ceremonies like, every that day. Where's that hat that we pull things out at of? the White House? But uh, so, what was that like finding out that you were gonna be? receiving such an honor uh it was surreal i mean what was funny about it is a, a friend of mine very good friend of mine that i served a tour with in afghanistan he received it as well so he was kind of like doing the recon ahead of time so you had a buddy yeah that could kind of give you the lay of the land of absolutely what, that's i'm yeah. sure that's pretty rare so i found out from him texting me while he was on his pentagon visit he says hey they're gonna need your number they're gonna be calling you soon and that's how i uh i found out <laughs> Unofficially, when you when you um when somebody who puts your name in for that, I know you don't like those aren't the kind of things you're like. Hey, I don't know if you know I did this, but somebody writes a paperwork for yeah, you. It's uh it was my commander, and it's the it's the group on the ground, uh, and then it just goes through the the wickets, the approval wickets, all the yeah. way up through Congress and the president. It's nice when you have at least just call him a boss. Um, that that takes that extra time to do those. So many times people don't get the recognition they need in the military or deserve in the yeah. military because, you know, someone doesn't have the time or energy to put, you know, the paperwork together. And I saw that time and time again, where someone really deserves something. So kudos to him for taking the t him or her, him. Yeah. <laughs> him too, for right. taking the time to do that. So you find out you're going to get that. And I imagine at that moment, you are, yeah, because you've said that it was surreal to you. It was surreal all the way through. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was hard. So the the battle that I was awarded for, we lost nine guys. Yeah, um, Sergio Bad, Jonathan Ayers, Jonathan Brostrom, Jason Bogart, Israel Garcia, Jason Hovader, who's from Knoxville, Tennessee, um, Pruitt Rainey, Gunnar Zwilling, Matthew Phillips, and so you know, for me, it was hard to to understand at first that I'm accepting this on behalf of the team those nine guys that fought to bring me home and, and everybody else. Uh, and then it was, you know, after kind of dealing with that and that took some time, but it was a hey, preparations. I got to get the whole team together. We're going to DC. We, we got to know. It's a, not unusual to have survivor's guilt, is it? Yeah. Or, and especially if they're going to attach an award to that. And then you yeah. think like, not only do I get to live and, you know, on the backs of these guys, 
But it's exactly what you're doing is that represents everybody that was there, everybody that was there. So um, I think you can be very proud of that in their names. Yeah. What is it like, though, the day you go to the White House to receive the award? Did they strip search you first? No, I, I didn't. I don't know about all the rest of the guests. Uh, I mean, it was wild. They do police escort from the hotel we stay at. So they're just, we're just flying through DC. Really? Fastest I've ever been through traffic down there. Wow. And uh, you, you walk over to the West Wing when I get there. Yeah. My family's with me. My son, who was a year and a half old, got a pacifier in his mouth and bring us in the Oval Office and President Obama talk with my family and sign the award there. And um, then we go over and we have the ceremony in the East Wing. So I asked you if you were tempted to take anything from the Oval Office, even just a pen, you know, like, or did your wife take her big purse? Like misdirection, can, like, yeah. Mr. President, my wife wants to talk to you, grab something off the desk. She may be withholding from me. My wife may have already taken something and never told me. But can you share that somebody left something behind? Uh, yeah. So my buddy, Kyle, yeah. who had the ceremony two months before, some of the guys we were hanging around because we get to hang out in the White House afterwards. And uh, they tagged the president's podium in the East Wing with a sticker from our unit. So I had to put out a warning to, to my invitees that no stickers or anything would be left behind in the White House. <laughs> Ryan Pitts, Medal of Honor recipient. He's here in Clarksville for a very special event. We'll talk about that coming up in, in just a couple minutes. Ryan Pitts in studio with us. Medal of Honor recipient. Thanks Not for sticking winner. around. No, I was telling Ryan off here that I was sitting there the last day going, don't say winner, don't say winner, don't say winner. Because you're, it's not like a game show you went on. You did something pretty amazing and you were awarded the Medal of Honor. That's what they say. <laughs> now you're telling me you, you had it for, because I was asking, is, it, is, it, is the medal itself well made and handcrafted and heavy and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's heavy, but it broke the second day I had it. How did you break the Congressional Medal of Honor? I put it on and the medal fell off. And my handler, my army handler, looked at me like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like, we don't just have like a closet full of these did things he, to just run off. And Did he run out for super glue to put it back together? So You, you make that joke. He, went, he disappeared <laughs> in the bowels of the Pentagon and he uh, JB welded it to the back together. <laughs> TB well, you like those those two component glues. Right. That way, it'll really stick. So, did you get a new one, or do you are you rocking the JB Weld one? I did. So that's the one the president gave me. I don't wear that one, and then I got a spare. With the JB Weld on it, uh, the original's got the JB Weld. <laughs> the spare's all good to go. <laughs> now you know, not made very well, but right, they do have spares. Let's yes. talk about um, this amazing kind of gallery showing of 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 soldiers work and and the good thing too for someone like me is that that many pieces are also for sale so it's a fundraiser as well absolutely so half will go to the clinic and help with the sustainment and then the other half is going to the artist so that's helping people in the community at the same time so it, it, tell us all about this art auction give us all the details ryan yeah, so it's going to be at 775 weatherly drive at the cohen military family clinic mm -hmm. at centerstone uh, 10 to 3, open house, whole community come in. The art's made by both uh, some clients, local veterans, and uh, family members in the community. So things ranging from $20 up to $1,100. Got some, you might get into the ground floor, that $1,100 might turn into a significant investment. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a significant investment in the community regardless. Yeah. Um, and, and so you get to get see, see the facility, uh, and, I, and hopefully... It's not just a, a fundraiser or an outlet for for artists, but also you um, you're getting people into the facility who 
might be a little hesitant to come into the facility on their own. So there's a reason to go meet some people mm-hmm. because when you meet these wonderful people, because he's not just the only person in the room we have, right. we've been having a lot of fun this morning. So when you meet that, you'll find out just how comfortable you'll be in that facility. If you want to go and use their services. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and they have an incredible crew over there. Um, the, the clinic is beautiful, very warm and welcoming. And you're absolutely right. You know, it's a, Easy way to come in. There's an event. You don't have to feel compelled, but it's also if you know somebody, it's a great way to come in and understand what resources are available because they'll do, they'll treat all post 9-11 vets and their families, children. Uh, it's not just PTSD. This is anxiety, transition, child behavioral issues, all, all these things to help uh, people come back. Well, you were saying just before we went on the air, because um, Ryan was teasing you about getting back in again, and you said it's a hard life for a family. And, and it is a hard life for a family, you know, and the transition and not just in and out of the military, but in, in the military and my uh, son's in the military. My daughter is married to the military. We told them not to, and they went ahead and did it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, so you treat families as well. And sometimes I know for a fact, um, the soldier doesn't want to admit that they need help but the family knows that they do and the family can go in and start that treatment process and learn how to deal with that too. So if you have any of those problems or you just love art (laughs) or you want to support somebody who has that problem, it's again tomorrow. Tomorrow, 10 to 3, 775 Weatherly Drive in Clarksville. And you'll be out there. I will be there as well, along with the whole team. You're going to pick something up while you're there? I might. Do, you, do some perusing. Wait a minute. Did you bring the medal to wear tomorrow? I did bring the medal to wear tomorrow. Which one? Is this the JB Weld or is this the Obama? This is the the repair. This okay. is the, the spare. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. The, which, wait a minute. The Obama one is the broken one or the- The Obama one is the is broken, the broken one. one. Yeah. And the spare one. You're, where do you keep the, the Obama one? Uh, in my closet. <laughs> and this, wait, we asked him before where Above he kept my it. shoes, he below said, my sweatshirts. He said in his closet, but he's got two. So where's the other one? Where do you keep the other one? Is that just same place? Oh, <laughs> you got two one on top wait, of the other. I, it's like right on top of my license in my car. My so when the cop pulls me over, <laughs> I'm like, oh, did you want to see? Oh, not this. You wanted to see my license. Hey, I didn't know if you've seen this before. <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. Is this important to you to, to travel the country and kind of bring awareness? To yeah, these type of absolutely. I mean, um, I've had friends uh, that have dealt with the invisible wounds of war. I've seen the families. I myself have yeah. very close friends. Um, you know, sometimes we think that, you know, we were supposed to be strong and do things on our own, but we don't fight wars by ourselves. There's no reason that we should have to do that when we come back. And uh, the military family clinic at Centerstone and the Cohen's Veteran Network, that's what they're doing. They're helping, you know, save uh, marriages, save lives, save families and um, make sure everybody can come back and actually be home. Ryan yeah. Pitts. I, I always think it's just one more thing. Like, I always think it's so weird how we compartmentalize things. Like if you had uh, a wound in your arm, you wouldn't think twice about going to get that fixed. Um, but if, if, if it's a, a mental wound and you bring that home, you're like, that's that's not for me to go get fixed. Yeah. Why? What's it any different? It's no different. I mean, yeah. the, the crazy thing is to think that it wouldn't the things that we've done wouldn't have an impact. Exactly. On you. And, you know, just the mind is a powerful thing for everything that it controls. And, uh, you know, this isn't always stuff that you can just. You bootstrap up. So, you know, let's go get the help. Let's get over it as quickly as possible and move on. And, you know, you're taking steps to get help is also a way to break down barriers, break down the stigma and may encourage others to go take action. Your battle buddies or sisters. Good stuff. Ryan Pitts, Medal of Honor recipient. Thank you for joining us this morning. This is awesome. Thanks, guys.